Forgotten Truths, Creation The Holy Bible declares that our world and all we know was created by a higher, all-powerful, superiorly intelligent, infinitely benevolent being. Many chafe at this idea because it indicates that they would have to be beholden to this being. The Bible also explains this mindset, but we'll cover that in another study. With that knowledge, let's take a look at our first forgotten truth, as declared by the Holy Bible, creation. The very first words of the Bible declares, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. For millennia, humanity generally accepted this as fact. How they interacted with the Creator has differed over the years. But in general, no one doubted that a higher power was out there who put all of this and us together. However, in the mid-19th century, the idea that all of this appeared with no external influence began to gain traction and has been force-fed to us all, leaving many in a lost, depressed state and feeling ungrounded. I would like to present a few basic accepted demonstrable scientific laws that we can all observe without a lab to support the Bible's declaration. Thermodynamics at its most basic level studies the movement of heat. Heat is the most basic form of energy we all interact with daily. The three laws of thermodynamics which we observe every day summarize how energy functions in our world. The first law observes that energy can't be made or destroyed, it is only moved from one form to another, meaning our world has a fixed amount of energy that cannot be lost or added to, only transferred. The other two laws have to deal with entropy. So, before we address those, let's find out just what entropy is. Entropy is defined as the degree of disorder or randomness in a system, the lack of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. To simplify, entropy is the movement from order to disorder. Therefore, the second law of thermodynamics simply states that a system untouched, isolated, inevitably moves from order to disorder. We observe this all around us. A building left to itself with no one to care for it will eventually collapse into a pile of rubble. The third law defines further the end result of entropy as energy is moved from the system. But since energy is conserved in our system, this law is not observable normally. The law with which we are most concerned today is the second law of thermodynamics. Systems left to themselves devolve into disorder. We look around in our world and see very detailed order all around us. The way our bodies function, the form of animals and the plants they eat, the various other laws that govern our world. In spite of the degradation we see in our world, there is still an overarching order to all of it. If we take this law to be true, and we observe it in action every day, 
It stands to reason that someone somewhere acted on our world to bring it to order. The Holy Bible tells us that the earth was without form and void, complete disorder. Then God spoke and created order out of the disorder, resulting in the world we have today. One more scientific observation. Many years ago, people believed that the maggots they saw coming out of meat were spontaneously generated from the meat. A scientist decided to do a simple experiment one day, which you too can try. He took two clean pieces of meat, covered one piece, and left the other open. In a short time, he observed that maggots were crawling out of the open piece of meat, but none was in the covered piece. In his observations, he also realized that flies were landing on the open piece of meat, but not on the covered piece. From this, he came to the conclusion that the maggots came about because of the flies. This very basic observation disproves the idea of abiogenesis, life generating from non-living sources, and gives clear evidence of the rule that life must come from something living. The Holy Bible tells us that God is life and that he is the only being that possesses immortality in himself. The Bible also tells us that God, immortal life himself, breathed into us, bringing humanity to life. Without him, we could not and would not be. He is our source of life. Scripture tells us that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word is to be established. Matthew 18, 16. So here's a third. Why do we have a seven-day week? The 24-hour day follows sunrise and sunset. The month tracks the general movements of the moon. The year approximates the complete solar cycle. So why do we have seven days to the week? The only source for this rhythm is in the Holy Bible. The Bible declares that God created the world in six days, then made a seventh day, designating it for rest. In the past, humanity has tried to break the cycle, creating a 10-day week to disastrous results. Others have tried to reverse God's order for the week. We'll look at this in a later presentation. These were just three basic observable principles with which all humanity can relate that show the reality of creation as recorded in the Bible. I pray that the Lord will help you to see the beauty in his creation and accept the many good gifts he has given us. Next time, we'll review the forgotten truth about the Godhead.